Hello all my nieces and nephews and welcome to Auntie Jojo's library. My library is open to all listeners but it was specifically created for my seven wonderful nieces and nephews. This episode I'll be reading a fairy tale from the Olive Fairy Tale book. It's called The Billy Goat and the Key. Let's get started. There once lived a certain king who understood the language of all birds and beasts and insects. This knowledge had, of course, been given him by a fairy godmother, but it was a rather troublesome present, for he knew that if he were to ever reveal anything he had thus learned, he would turn into stone. How he had managed to avoid doing so for so long before this story opens, I cannot say. But he had safely grown up to manhood and married a wife and was as happy as monarchs generally are. The king, I must tell you, was a Hindu, and when a Hindu eats his food, he has a nice little place on the floor, which is ground freshly plastered mud, and he sits in the middle of it with very few clothes on, which is a quite different way from the way we eat. Well, one day the king was eating his dinner in just a nice clean mud plastered spot, and his wife was sitting opposite to wait upon him and keep him company. As he ate, he dropped some grains of rice on the ground, and a little ant who was running about seeking a living seized upon one of the grains and bore it off towards his hole. Just outside the king's circle, this ant met another ant, and the king heard the second one say, Oh, dear friend, do give me that grain of rice and get another one for yourself. You see, my boots are dirty, so that if I were to go upon the king's eating place, I would defile it, and I can't do that. It would be very rude. But the owner of the grain of rice only replied, If you want rice, go and get it. No one will notice your dirty boots, and you don't suppose that I'm going to carry rice for all kindred? The king laughed. The queen looked at herself up and down, but she could not see or feel anything in her appearance that would make the king laugh so. She said, What are you laughing at? Did I laugh? replied the king. Of course you did, said the queen, and if you think that I am ridiculous, I wish you would say so instead of behaving in such a stupid way. What are you laughing at? I'm not laughing at anything, answered the king. Very well, but you did laugh, and I want to know why. You must tell me. Well, I'm afraid I can't tell you, said the king. You must tell me, replied the queen impatiently. If you laugh when there's nothing to laugh at, you must be ill or mad. What is the matter? Still, the king refused to say, and still the queen, the queen declared that she, must, that she must know. For days the quarrel went on, and the queen gave her husband no rest, until at last the poor man was was almost out of his wits and thought that as life had become for him hardly worth living while he went on, he might as well tell her the secret and take the consequence. But he thought, if I am to become a stone, I am not going to lie, if I can help it, on some dusty highway to be kicked here and there by man and beast and flung at dogs, be used as something playful for naughty children and become generally restless and miserable i will be a stone at the bottom of a cool river and roll gently about there until i find some secure resting place where i can stay forever so he told his wife that if she would ride with him to the middle of the river he would tell her what he had laughed at she thought he was joking and laughed laughingly agreed their horses were ordered and they set out 
On the way, they came to a fine well, well beneath the shade of some lofty, wide-spreading trees, and the king proposed that they should get off and rest a while and drink some of the cool water and then pass on. To this, the queen consented, so they dismounted and sat down in the shade by the well, by the well side to rest. It happened that an old goat and his wife were browsing in the neighborhood, and as the king and queen sat there, the nanny goat came to the well's brink and, peering over, saw some lovely green leaves that sprang in tender shoots out of the side of the well. Oh, cried her husband, come quickly and look, here are some leaves which make my mouth water. Come and get some, come and get them for me. Then the billy goat sauntered up and looked over, and after that he eyed his wife a little crossly. You expect me to get those leaves for you? I suppose you don't consider how in the world I am to reach them. You don't seem to think that at all. If you did, you would know that if I tried to reach those leaves, I would fall and be drowned. Oh, cried the nanny goat, why should you fall in? Do try and get them. I am not going to be silly. The nanny goat still wept. Look here, said her husband. There are plenty of fools in the world, but I am not one of them. This silly king here, because he can't cure his wife of asking questions, is going to throw his life away. But I know how to cure you for your follies, and I'm going to. And with that, he butted the nanny goat so severely that in two minutes she was submissively feeding somewhere else, and had made up her mind that the leaves in the well were not worth having. Then the king, who had understood every word, laughed at once. The queen looked at him suspiciously, but the king got up and walked across to where she sat. Are you still determined to find out what I am laughing at, what I was laughing at the other day, he asked. Quite, answered the queen angrily, because, said the king, tapping his leg with his riding whip, I've made up my mind not to tell you, and moreover, I've made up my mind to stop you mentioning the subject any more. What do you mean, asked the queen nervously. Well, replied the king, I notice that if that goat is displeased with his wife, he just butts her, and that seems to settle the question. Do you mean to say you would beat me? cried the queen. I should be extremely sorry to have to do so, replied the king, but I have got to persuade you to go home quietly and to ask no more silly questions. When I say I cannot answer any of them, of course, if you will persist, why? And the queen went home, and so did the king, and that, and it is said that they were both happier and wiser than ever before. Thank you so much for joining me in my library for the reading of this fairy tale. Tune in on Sunday for a special Valentine's story, and again on Tuesday for readings of chapters from Anne of Green Gables. Again, the whole month of February, we will be reading Anne of Green Gables on Tuesdays and sharing fairy tales on Thursdays. If you have story suggestions, you can email them to me at auntiejojoslibrary at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to sharing more stories with you.